ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி லிசன் டு அன் அக்கவுண்ட் ஆஃப் ரிலீஜியஸ் ரிச்சுவல்ஸ் ஆஸ் டெபிக்டட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் புறநானூறு ஒன் சிக்ஸ்டி சிக்ஸ் பெண்ட் அபவுட் அ ப்ரீஸ்லி மேன் சோ நாட்டு பூஞ்சாற்றூர் பார்ப்பன் கவுனியன் விண்ணந்தாயன் பாய் த போயட் ஆவூர் முழங்கிழார் set in the category of vagai tinai or victory the verse talks about the triumph of one belief system over another nandru aindha neel nimirchadai mudumudalvan vai pogadu onru purinda eer irandin aaru unarnda oru mudunul igal kandor migal saimar mei anna poi unarndu poi oradu mei koli மூயேல் துறையும் முட்டு என்று போகிய உரைசால் சிறப்பின் உறவோர் மருக வினைக்கு வேண்டி நீ பூண்ட புலப்புல்வாய் கலைப்பச்சை சுவல்பூன் ஞான்மிசை பொலிய மரம் கடிந்த அருங்கற்பின் அறம் புகழ்ந்த வலை சூடி சிறுநுதல் பேரகல் அல்குள் சில சொல்லின் பல கூந்தல் நின் நிலைக்கு ஒத்த நின் துணை துணைவியர் தமக்கு அமைந்த தொழில் கேட்ப காடு என்றா நாடு என்று ஆங்கு ஈர் ஏழின் இடம் முட்டாது நீர் நான நெய் வழங்கியும் என் நான பலவேட்டும் மண் நான புகழ் பரப்பியும் அருங்கடி பெருங்காலை விருந்துற்ற நின் திறந்து ஏந்து நிலை என்றும் காண்கதில் அம்மா யாமே குடா அது பொன்படு நெடுவரை புயலேறு சிலைப்பின் பூவிரி புதுநீர் காவிரி புறக்கும் தன் புனல் படப்பை எம்மூராங்கன் உண்டும் தின்றும் ஊர்ந்தும் ஆடுகம் செல்வலத்தை யானே செல்லாது மழை அந்நாப்ப நீடிய நெடுவரை களை வளர் இமயம் போல நிலியர் அத்தை நீ நிலமிசையானே a long song describing the background and process of a vedic ritual in sangam times the poet's words can be translated as follows never swerving from the deeply studied word of the ancient god with long matted locks of hair and aiming to reduce the numbers of those who disagree with the ancient book of righteousness expressing the same thought through four volumes and understanding their falsehoods that seem like truth not accepting those falsehoods and instead to convey the truth to others your ancestors completed 21 sacrifices o esteemed descendant for the ritual you have covered yourself with the skin of a male deer that grazes in the forest and this glows atop the white thread across your shoulders with a virtue devoid of severity wearing the holy ornament prescribed by the scriptures with a small forehead white hips of few words and copious tresses your companion women who are of one mind with your state render their duties in 14 different venues which cannot be called a forest or a town you pogi putting water to shame perform rituals putting numbers to shame spread your religion's fame across lands numerous this elegant state with which you rendered your feast i happen to witness long may you live in the gold hued mountains on the west where stormy clouds roar flower coated fresh waters of the kaveri spring forth and to my village there flowing with these cool waters drinking eating and riding i shall go akin to the tall mountains of the bamboo abounding himalayas which rain clouds unable to cross look up in awe 
May your fame stand strong on earth for long. Let's explore the details presented here. The poet addresses a priest through this verse and talks about the theology of this religion, which believes in the word of an ancient god with long matted hair, who most scholars say refer to God Shiva. Then the poet goes on to talk about others who do not believe in this god or these four scriptures of righteousness, possibly referring to the four Vedas. This mention of others implies presence of conflicting religious beliefs, possibly Buddhism, Jainism and could be even Vaishnavism or belief in God Vishnu. And as can be expected, proponents of this religion paint the words of those following other religions as falsehoods. Apparently, the way to thwart those disbelievers then was to conduct sacrifices and 21 in number were done by the ancestors of this priest, informs the poet. Next from the past, the poet zooms on to the present where the said priest is conducting rituals in 14 different places. He first starts with the attire of the priest who seems to have covered himself in deerskin and this is said to be glowing atop the holy thread across the priest's shoulders. From the priest, the poet turns to his female companions. Note how they are not one, but many in number. These ladies are said to be wearing some holy ornaments and having small foreheads and long tresses. Most telling of their personality is that they speak few words. No doubt, the poet says this with the approval of the patriarchal belief system he stands upon. These women are helping out in the great rituals done where this priest seems to be pouring copious amounts of ghee, putting water to shame. The poet delights in having witnessed such a feast and says as he travels to his village in the western mountains, from wherever Kaveri flows, he will sing of this priest's praises and blesses him to stand tall forever like the bamboo filled soaring Himalayas. The highlight of this verse is the glorification of one religious belief over all the others. While this is a common theme in the myths and religious fables of most other ancient texts, it's interesting to note that such songs are a rarity in Sangam literature. It also gives an insight about the ways in which the Vedic religion was feverishly spread across this land in the form of sacrifices and feasts to win over the minds of the Tamil kings and their subjects. Tussles over superiority of one religion over the other continues 2000 years later. But hopefully, someday it will be understood that while the wrapper of each religion may be different, at the core, each one is but an invention to evoke human cooperation. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and minds. Please visit nandinikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.